welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How are you? It is almost the end of 2022. I had to remind myself that it was 2022. Do that mental math on what year it was. Um, but I can't believe it. We, I, When I'm recording this, and I think this episode's going to go out this next week, so it won't be that much later for you. But we have like six weeks left. And this year has been so mind-blowing, so amazing. Um, I'm trying to do a lot of reflecting right now because this has been a really big year. I know it has for everyone. This has kind of been our first, not that it's normal again, but like as close to normal as you can get year that we've had in a really, really long time. And I know a lot of you are struggling through the wedding boom. I thought my year would be a little easier because I'm not in the wedding industry anymore. And that was incorrect. Everyone is feeling this like back to life year that was 2022. And so there's been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and I'm just excited to like reflect back on this year and all the changes that it has brought both for my business and myself personally. This was my first year doing full-time education and not having weddings of my own at all, which is crazy because it feels like that happened. Like, Like it feels like my last wedding, which was last year, was years ago. But in reality, it was literally a year ago. Um, And it's just been nuts. I'm really proud of what my business has achieved. I've moved to New York City. We've increased the team to three. So I want to remind yourself to sit down and celebrate everything that you did this year, even if it was just survive the wedding boom, Um, because we we all have a lot to be proud of on what we accomplished this year and survived and just like getting back to life a little bit. Um, I just got back from Guatemala. I had to go super last minute. Um, I went to assist and second shoot for Deirdre Alston, um, her teammate and um, partner, um, photography partner, wasn't able to go last minute because of some passport issues. And so I we bought my flight with 12 hours notice, which was wild. Um, if you guys don't follow Deirdre's work, I highly suggest going and looking at it. Um, but I got to go to Guatemala and second shoot for her, which was amazing. Guatemala was so incredible. We were in Antigua and it was just such a beautiful city. The culture was so beautiful. The people were so beautiful. It just felt like a big honor to be there, to be honest. Um, and if you ever get to go, please go. The people are so lovely. Um, I, it just felt like a big honor to witness Antigua and to like get to know the people a bit better. It was just so, so beautiful. So I'm really happy I got to do that. It was last minute again. It was crazy. We booked my flight at 11 p.m. My flight was at 8 a.m. I think the next day. Um, and so it was really, really hectic getting there. I had a almost 18 hour travel day, which was nuts. But yeah, we made it. We're back home now. We're getting into it. And I'm really excited to be here with you guys. Um, I had a specific episode planned for today and that episode's probably going to come next week or the week after. Um, but I had an experience somewhat recently in the last year. I'm not going to say when. I want to keep this as vague as possible because I, I don't want anyone to be identifiable. So we will not be using any pronouns. We will not be giving any specifics. We won't be giving anything. But um, I just had this idea come to mind that I needed to talk about this. And so this is what today's podcast episode is going to be on is like we are talking about branding, which you guys know I love talking about, but we're going to be talking about branding in the context of honesty and how important branding is when it comes to setting client expectations because I had the opportunity this year to witness a wedding vendor um, at an event and I really did not like the way that they approached the wedding day. Um, I was really, really off put by the way that they operated and so I decided to look up their portfolio 
And um, for for context, actually, I do think this is important. Um, they're a photographer. And so I got to witness a photographer. And if you're a photographer or any sort of wedding vendor, you know we're always like kind of making mental notes when we see other people on the wedding day just because it's like, what do they do different? What do they do in a way that I like that I don't like? Um, and so I got to witness this wedding photographer. And um, I really did not like the way that they operated um, in a way that was really jarring because it's usually like, oh, cool, they do it differently, but like nice. And but this was a different experience where I was like, oh, I actively don't like how they approached the wedding day. They were really aggressive. Um, the couple couldn't naturally enjoy their day. Um, they were doing really old school cheesy poses. Um, they were really, really aggressive and like kind of rude to other vendors like I just I was not impressed um and I went to their portfolio and I looked up their branding statement and I would read it to you but then you could google it and you could find them um but I looked up their branding statement and it was all about how natural their photography was and how they they capture the moment they don't create content they it literally said like verbatim like we don't do cheesy poses like we want to capture your life as is this is honest artistic photography that takes after the masters like naming master photographers and i i was furious honestly like I, I try to talk about branding like really positively on this space because you guys know I love branding. I'm obsessed with it. The reason I love branding so much is because it's our opportunity to communicate who we are and to show our potential clients, our ideal clients, who we are and why we do things differently. And I take it very seriously. That's why I teach branding in the way that I do. That's why I'm so passionate about it because it gives us the opportunity to be, to be more fulfilled by our work, but also to work with clients who really want to work with us and cherish the art that we create. And I just had this moment of just like anger because I was like, if I had hired this person based on all of their client communication, all of their branding statements, everything, I would have expected a completely opposite experience as to what I am now witnessing this person do on a wedding day. And so it just kind of got the wheels turning because I was like, oh my God, we have really turned. The industry has become so saturated. We're all competing so much in this market um, that a lot of us are just grabbing on to catchphrases. Like we are looking at what huge people are doing in the industry and using as brand words and then just grabbing them, snatching them as our own, hoping that it gives us clients like theirs. And that is so dishonest. When it comes to branding, we need to be communicating who we are, not what we think is going to do well in the industry, because that means you have set up an expectation for your clients that just like cannot be fulfilled if you're not that person. And that's how I felt watching this person operate on the wedding day. They said that they were this amazing, like the greats, you know, take a step back, honest, candid documentary photographer. And here they were telling the couple to throw their bouquets in the air every five seconds or like, OK, now like kiss, laugh, be natural. Okay, now move your arm like this, do this. And I was just like this <laughs> as someone that like one day wants to hire a photographer that literally I don't even know they exist on my wedding day. Like I do not want it to feel like a photo shoot at all. I would have hired someone with the bio that this person had. And then it literally would have ruined my wedding day had they had been there. And I think what's important to note here, right, is that this photographer, they weren't doing anything wrong in the way that they approach photography. Some people want a photo shoot on their wedding day. That is a reality that we live in. Some people really, really want to feel like they're on a photo shoot. Some people want to feel like they get a few posings. Some people want to feel like they completely have their story told. Some people don't want to see their photographer at all. None of them are right or wrong. What matters is that you set up expectations properly. And that's where your branding statement comes into play. And so I post all my stories because I 
realized we we just have these buzzwords when it comes to branding in the industry and everyone likes to grab onto them because they think it's going to make their portfolio the next big thing um and so I put out all my story like what do you think the the brand the buzzwords are right now and we I'm reading them off my phone right now. 10,000 of you said authentic, which I can't believe that word is still making rounds in the way that it is because it's been around since like 2012. And I thought that we made enough jokes about the word authentic that it would die out, but apparently not. Um, Lifestyle brand, wildly, wildly in love, photos that feel, photos you can feel, um, vibes, um, magic, elevated, timeless, inclusive, epic, um, wildly in love was like a really big one second to authentic, but literally 95% of them said authentic. And the reason for this rant, the reason for this podcast episode is I want you to get really, really honest with yourself and to not think about what other vendors like you are saying about their work in order to have a good career. I want you to look at your products. I want you to look at your services. I want you to look at yourself as a human being and think what words genuinely describe what I am able to give my clients because you deserve better than to be producing work or an experience that's unaligned with you. But I also want to remind you that our businesses are so much more than us. They are our clients and your clients deserve to have proper expectations when hiring you. Whenever you have a disappointed client, whenever something goes wrong, whenever, you know, you get an inquiry and you're like, how did this person think I was the person for them? Yes, there's always two sides, right? They might just be totally off base. However, that's an opportunity for you to take a step back and be like, something might be out of alignment. Like something might be communicating something that I don't want it to. And I want you to look at your work. I want you to look at your services. I want you to look at yourself again and be like, what am I offering? Is it an authentic experience? Is it intentional? Is it adventurous? Is it wild? Is it photos you can feel? Is it fine art, right? Like if Jose Villa came he's always my example because obviously if you don't know who Jose Villa is he's one of the biggest photographers in the world and he shoots exclusively celebrities and he has his work down to a literal science like that man and his team they can produce work like a literal machine um but I wouldn't say it's the most romantic authentic or storytelling imagery I've ever had and if you went to Jose Villa's website and he was like I'm just gonna document your day as is and I'm not going to interfere with you or pose you at all and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, it was like a giant photo shoot the entire time on your wedding date. You'd be so disappointed. Like that would be so offensive. Actually, it would be so disappointing. And same with vice versa. Say that you really wanted someone, say you wanted it to feel like a photo shoot. Some people do. I wouldn't want to hire someone that's like, yes, I pose you. I take care of everything. I'm going to make sure every shot is perfectly executed. I love details. And then they show up and they're like, oh, no, I just hang back and I document whatever's happening. You would also be so disappointed. And that is so unfair to your clients. Like it, it genuinely made me like so upset. I'm sure you can tell because I was just like, oh, no, like we have gone into such a competitive direction in the industry where we feel like people are fighting over work, they're fighting to get jobs, they're fighting over clients to the point where they're just vomiting buzzwords in order to say what they think people want to hear even though they're incapable of producing that thing. And that is so not cool. 
on so many levels. And so I want you to get really, really real with yourself and not only thinking like, what do I think I'm capable of? But like, what do I want? Right? Like I put out the other day, I think I'm going to open the opportunity for two weddings to be booked in 2023. If I book them great, if I don't also great. Um, but I was very upfront. I was like, I actually don't want to pose anything but family photos anymore. Not even portraits. I literally, I just like, ideally I don't even want to pose family photos. Like I would love to show up on a wedding day and literally just let it unfold. I don't want to intervene at all. My ideal situation is like, they know my name, they make sure I'm fed and I get water. And that's basically it. Like I would love to just document someone's day. Um, that's really different how I used to do than how I used to do things. And so it's really important that like, if I open up those two spots, right. And someone inquires on their consultation call, I'd be like, Hey, just so you know, this is how I do things now. Like I will not be intervening. I literally will only be talking to you as if I'm a friend, if, if we interact at all, but I'm literally just going to hang back and let your day unfold. And I'm going to document it as it happens, because I want you to have this day that just feels natural. Um, and that expectation is the key to everything because that's where I'm at as a human right now. I don't, I don't want to tinker. I don't want to, you know, create content for couples. Like that just sounds miserable to me. It's not for me. And that's just because it's not for me. And so I need to communicate that. Whereas there are photographers where like, that's what they want to do. They want beautiful submission worthy, detail driven content. And there are couples that want that as well. And they need to communicate that. And so please, 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 Think about what you like and what you want to produce as an artist and think, okay, how can I set up my client expectations for this properly? How do I make sure before they pay me money that they know exactly what a experience with me is going to be like? How do I communicate that in my copyright? How do I communicate that in my work? How do I communicate that in my social media? How do I like look at the buzzwords that you are using? Because I, I put money on the fact that you probably have some buzzwords in your branding statement right now, whether it's authentic, whether it's magic, whether it's wildly in love, whether it's timeless, whether it's modern romantic, right? I bet you have a buzzword and I want you to look at it and be like, does this feel true? Like, does this feel like something that one, I do offer and produce? And two, does it feel like something I want to offer and produce? Like, do I even like that? Or am I putting myself in the box that I think the industry requires? Because you deserve so much more than that. Your clients deserve so much more than that. So look at those buzzwords, look at those branding statements that you're using and be like, how can I make this true? Like, how can I make this something that so explicitly and undoubted, dubitably, whatever, and undoubted, doubted, this is actually embarrassing. It's giving college dropout. Without a doubt, clear what it is that I do and what it is that I offer and what I am a specialist in. Because you guys, there is, it is just truly, I think, immoral and unfair to let someone hire you based on buzzwords that are not true. Like the way I, like that vendor that I got to experience after reading their their bio and seeing them work, I'm like, if I ever heard of someone even looking at your portfolio, I would immediately be like, do not support that person because they lied. They straight up lied. It says in their all of their marketing that they don't do a single pose and there they were being like toss your bouquet in the like they micro posed in a way that I haven't seen in a really really long time and again that could have been fine that literally could have been fine had they had set the expectation for that properly if I had gone to their website and seen like 
editorial direction and creative like processing photographer whatever I would have been like oh that makes sense like they direct everything it was a literal photo shoot but to go on and read that they were like a like comparing themselves to the documentary master photographers of our time and saying literally verbatim we don't do cheesy poses we do not pose you we let your story unfold it just felt so icky and it felt so sad. And it was just this opportunity to sit back and reflect and be like, let me comb through my branding. Let me comb through my copyright. Let me comb through my social media even more to make sure that I'm setting up the expectation perfectly before you work with me. Because I never want someone to work with me and be like, this was not what I expected based on everything they put out. Because that is so immoral and so wrong and again I I cannot stress enough the copyright wasn't immoral the way that he did things wasn't immoral it was the fact that those two things were the opposite and so you need to make sure that what you're capable of and what you're communicating are aligned otherwise your expectations are going to be wrong and that's not cool it's simply not cool when someone is investing an important occasion with us, their money in us, their time in us. Like we need to be honest on what we can provide to people, not just grabbing industry buzzwords that we think are going to bring us clients. So that is your homework today. After this episode of That's My Personal Business is I want you to go through everything and go through it with a fine tooth comb. Make sure that everything is aligned, not only with each other, but with you as a human and what you're able to provide both as a service provider and experience product, final deliverables, all of it. Everything should be so, so aligned. So I love you guys. I hope you have the best Monday. I hope you enjoyed this little bit more heated episode. Uh, I was feeling really feisty about this topic. I'm not going to lie. Um, but if you guys like this episode, share it with a friend, share it on your stories. Please don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. It's so, so helpful. Um, just as a reminder, we have the Becoming In-Person Retreat open for applications. We'll link that for you in the show notes. I would love to kick off 2023 with you. Let's help align that brand with your soul. Let's help you really step into a beautiful soul-driven business and then build the systems and strategy to execute it. It is going to be an absolutely amazing retreat. I'm not going to lie. I'm just like giddy. It's going to be amazing just to spend that time with you and kick off our year together like that. So we'll link that for you in the show notes. I hope you have a great day. I love you. I mean it. And I will talk to you next time. 